I don't know. We're live here. Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. Uh, Instagram bugs me. Is it live? I don't know. I can't tell. Anyway, good times. Uh, hello. And we are here at Bono Stuff. And I'm going to introduce our lovely guest and then play with Instagram. Um, if you don't know, my lovely wife, Dr. Maha. Uh, I wanted to get an episode with her as they're always fan favorites. And my hair's crazy again. Uh, I wanted to point out that she is in the process of having a book published that is about vaginismus. So I'm going to let her talk about that. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it is in the publication process at the moment. Um, writing a book on the treatment of penetration disorders in women from a from an integrated perspective. Um, I will not say too much. I will leave you in suspense, but I don't know when it's going to be out yet. Hopefully end of the year, but uh, yeah, we're in the like editing process at the moment. So we will keep you posted. Exciting stuff. Taking also into consideration cultural factors. So, um, you know, I worked in the Middle East, uh, so worked with a lot of um, uh, Arab, uh, Muslim, South Asian clients. So, um, you know, it's also uh, written in the lens of working with, um, you know, these kinds of like uh, cultural and religious um, backgrounds as well. Yeah. 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 Do you want to explain the condition we're talking about? Oh, yeah. So for you, I, I, yeah, Kath hey, Catherine, Catherine, I no. assume that people know what it is, but no, not about this. So vaginismus is part of the penetration disorders. So penetration disorders basically are um, a sexual dysfunction where women can't have intercourse or insert a tampon or have a gynecological exam due to either uh, vaginal pelvic muscle contractions or fear, like a phobic response, or both, or pain, basically. So um, yeah, a lot of women struggle with that, but not everyone knows what it is because not, not a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, and uh, we were talking earlier in the common uh, or, or one of the more popular versions where that's been displayed is the, sh the uh, Netflix miniseries unorthodox so if you haven't seen that very good miniseries uh very interesting and they do show a little bit about that and yeah. again uh her book hopefully will provide um some good insights for folks dealing with some of those issues again very culturally relevant and can be very debilitating so again at the end of the day we're both trying to help heal some folks and we're gonna switch over a little bit to talking about covid uh, the effects that Kind of these lockdowns have had on relationships so uh those not familiar dr maha here is a sex and relationship therapist and coach depending on where you are and all the fun logistics around that and what you're looking for and what you're looking for as well so uh the question becomes with the lockdown now a little over a year uh we're at a year and a month i guess so what have you seen with the lockdown again people kind of being almost forced into spending more time together, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, tell us yeah. Uh, what you're seeing. Um, in terms of like the clients that I've been working with, um, I would say the majority of them have had like positive 
outcomes or consequences of COVID. In I know we have. <laughs> in terms of um, actually having more time to spend together. Because I think a lot of couples, especially if both of them are working and they have kids and they have a lot going on in life, um, don't end up spending a lot of time together or enough time together and mm -hmm. quality time together. Uh, so we're not talking about like, just uh, watching TV together or doing chores together or talking about chores or talking about the kids or all, all that stuff. So I think a lot of couples that I've worked with at least, and I'm sure that's not the, the case for other couples, um, they've actually enjoyed the fact that they've been together more and had more time together to spend together. Mm -hmm. At the same time, <clears throat> I think after spending months or a year of that together, and not having a lot of opportunities to do other things in life because of the lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people have um, also been um, maybe ignoring, um, I don't want to say ignoring because that makes it sound like it's in their hands because, you know, we don't have a lot of control over a lot of things these days, but a lot of people haven't had the maybe opportunity or um, <clears throat> energy even to spend on uh, looking at opportunities for them individually to nurture their own interests and separateness in the relationship. Because I think it's healthy for couples to have their own individuality and separateness, and also obviously find ways to connect mm -hmm. and, and feel close to each other. And so though for my clients at least, or the majority of my clients, they've had more opportunities to get closer and be more connected and spend more time together, a lot of them have not paid enough attention maybe to um, how can I also nurture my own individual needs and interests mm -hmm. and separateness. So I think now we're coming to that point. Actually, this is a conversation that I've been having with a lot of my clients these days of like, okay, well, how can we do both? It's not just about the togetherness. Mm -hmm. It's also about your separateness. Right. What are some of the things that you can do as a woman, man, person, you know, other than being a mother, parent, uh, partner, spouse, uh, employee that nurtures different parts of yourself as an individual. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll applaud Maha here for uh, since we moved here to Colorado, she's gone deep into the rock climbing stuff. And again, there's so much to do outdoors here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I've been uh, practicing what I preach. <laughs> at 100%. So I will vouch for her. Um, seeking reaching her own individuality in that and sense I, and yeah i've been really enjoying it. it's been great for me i feel much better yeah yeah um <laughs> me too yeah no i uh anyway we can move on so the individuality piece well what about you actually? what about me yeah how has that affected you here in COVID times i think we because we've been adapting um and because we we she in her passion and pursuit of rock climbing and indoor rock climbing, especially got the COVID and then gave it to me. And then I got pneumonia. So thanks. You're um, so I'm still recovering from that a little bit. And now she's back to running around and climbing everything. Um, so yeah, so I haven't been able to pursue as much individuality as maybe I would like, and this is getting annoying here. I don't know if I can switch this to not go dark. I'm going to try that yeah. as we, play around with that maybe we'll see um any who's it's so yeah it's been uh oh it's paused okay mm. here we go so 
uh, yeah, my own individuality. Um, and I've been building my business and practice and online stuff. So uh, for my clients and things like that, uh, that's become a big part of my passion, pursuit and all that. Uh, I have the garage gym. And hopefully I have been, I did sign up for the year of rock climbing as well. And I've been enjoying the little bit that I've gotten to do. And I'm looking forward to getting back to that. And even though it's my individuality, but also with you, um, here comes Lexi. So yeah, it's been, um, and, and one thing we're going to talk about is this men's concept. So another thing I've been able to do is, uh, uh, at thanks to a connection, she actually gave me, uh, Lee Povey of MYP coaching, um, joined their men's group, which is a weekly situation and has been, uh, very interesting and, uh, fun to say the least. So, um, just adapting to that and going on the journey to explore. So the other topic that we want to talk about is that men's issue concept, um, and the myths around some of that, what men are supposed to be like, or, what's supposed to be easy, especially when it comes to some of the sexual yeah. issues that uh, you deal with on a consistent basis in your practice. So yeah, yeah. tell us about it. Yeah, um, that's definitely a subject that I'm becoming more and more interested in. Uh, well, I think I've always enjoyed working with men, uh, but also lately I've, I think I'm, I'm realizing more and more that um, not only do I enjoy it, but I also think that they maybe even need it more than women sometimes because um, they're, you know, men are not encouraged to, first of all, talk about their feelings and second of all, um, seek help. You know, all of these things are vulnerable. Tough it out, man. Quote, unquote. Yeah, exactly. So if anything, I think. Put some dirt on it. A lot of men would uh, benefit from, you know, it doesn't have to be therapy. could be. Like you said, you know, get, finding a group of other men or a safe place to talk about things and or a couple of friends to open up with. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think there's a lot of <clears throat> societal, cultural um, expectations that we place on men when it comes to sex and intimacy. Um, you know, the typical, like, men should be, you know, up and ready to have sex anytime, no matter what, um, which I think is, you know, absolutely false. And I don't think we recognize how complex men are, that it's actually, you know, they're actually just as complex as women, if not more sometimes. Um, Men also need to feel safe, uh, you know, not just physically, but also emotionally. Uh, a lot and of I'll, times. I'll, I'll pause and say, of course, the masculine, feminine, we're not talking just male, female, um, binary, all that stuff. So back to you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Would you like to elaborate on that? Just that, again, there's obviously uh, relationships that do not have a man and a woman, per se, so non-traditional, if you want to call it that. Um, but yeah, the masculine, feminine, is more a little bit we can replace when we yeah. talk about man woman yeah uh, with masculine feminine usually there's going to be a masculine and a feminine or you can relate to being a man so you're not like you know right and and so but again we're talking a little bit about um gender norms gender norms but yeah you get what you're saying more the masculine feminine um energies parts of ourselves <clears throat> yeah yeah and again there's a spectrum and and there's yeah. times when we switch where maybe she's a little more masculine 
traditionally than I am, and, yeah. and maybe I take on more of a feminine role, um, and I'm okay with that. Um, so, but but having that conversation, understanding what those terms mean, and again, uh, I think in this time of just exploration of information and, and different concepts, it's important that we do acknowledge those sides of things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, in terms of men um, or the masculine, uh, it is generally seen as weak or embarrassing or shameful to talk about feelings, ask for help. Um, and, you know, when it comes to sex, there's a lot of expectations or, or myths around male sexuality and how men should be when it comes to sex. And, and so I think that puts a lot of pressure on them to perform in a certain way. Uh, and a lot, of, a lot of times, you know, men I work with, feel very ashamed and inadequate and incompetent because they, they, they're not able to perform the way that they're expected to, you know, in, ter in terms of like what the society or culture expects from men. So part of my work is to <clears throat> just kind of uh, nor normalize the fact that men also have emotional needs. Um, and a big part of sex is mental, psychological and emotional. It's not just about the physical urge or need or instinct to have sex. There's a, it's, it's much more complex than that. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, I guess, one of my messages to encourage more men to talk to someone about these things in, in, in a safe way, obviously. And to say that you're not alone. Um, most men, if anything, struggle with sexual and intimacy type of issues. And they don't talk about it to anyone or especially not to each other because it's even more embarrassing. Each other, men. Men. Other men yes, to men specifically. Men, men to yeah. men, exactly. So um, that also makes it more difficult for them to know that, oh, there are other men out there that feel the same way or are going through the same thing that I am or have been through the same thing that I, that I am going through. Um, so that, you know, they can't even support each other in that regard because they don't even talk to each other about their struggles. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of, well, people in general need connection. You know, we're, we're the, social the, beings. I'll jump in and say the statistic, there was a research study that came out recently statistic was every day of loneliness um, and I didn't see exactly how they defined everything but every day of loneliness was equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes yeah uh, a day yeah uh, so it's it's got significant physiological effects uh, loneliness mm -hmm. especially on top of again these gradients of holding back things that you'd want to really express and we would be so much healthier emotionally and physically if we can express ourselves. Yeah. Um, in some of those capacities. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I, I don't remember where I read that, but um, definitely uh, the quality of our relationships mm -hmm. is a huge determinant of our health and longevity. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, absolutely. Loneliness is a, a huge um, negative uh, factor in terms of our health. We all need connection. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, this goes back to men we underestimate how much men need connection as well. Mm -hmm. And men feel lonely because they don't um, feel they can, you know, open up and be vulnerable. And um, they need a sense of community just as much as us women do. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah, I guess again, my messages are meant to know that they're not alone and that it's okay to reach out. And there are resources again between men's groups if you're interested in MYP coaching. That's uh, kind of the group I work with. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a few other ones out there that we're familiar with, um, and we can guide you towards if you're interested. Um, on top of that, again, finding uh, even if it is just uh, you're investing, you know, whatever it is, two hundred dollars in a coach uh, per session or a therapist. Uh, there's the every I listen to a lot of podcasts. Every freaking podcast now has, uh, and I keep forgetting the name of it. It's like Hello Health or something like that. Hello better or Better Help. Yes, Better Help. Um, that's kind of this uber almost very digital age uh, way to connect people to a therapist. But bottom line is there are options out there for uh, if you're if you're eager to explore um, finding some of those resources there's definitely again we're in this age where we have almost too many options um, so you know understanding that there are resources uh, if you need somebody like us to help guide you uh, towards those resources we're happy to um, she specializes in this so uh, if you're interested in reaching out to Dr. Maha uh, we can get you connected there and on Instagram. We're live here on that uh, at Sexual Healing Doc. Yep. Hi there. I see who's watching. Uh, people are <laughs> coming and going there. Um, yeah, feel free to jump into the comments uh, and all that fun stuff. Questions? Questions Let's on do the live QA. Yeah. AMA, <laughs> ask us anything. Um, but yeah, I did. So I wanted to, to double up on that. And again, that connectivity bit, um, again, as a man. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have, we have um, the football, high school football team I played with. We have a monthly call that we started doing after um, one of the guys uh, ended up committing suicide because he didn't have that outlet most likely to, to reach out to. And yeah. again, um, we said, you know, let's, let's just at least create this platform to open it up and allow people to maybe connect. Again, it becomes a very superficial connection initially. But I think then we can go deeper into some of these conversations um, and, again, uh, allow folks to, to connect deeper. Again, I try to keep in touch with a few specific guys throughout my year, especially uh, on the football team that uh, I, I still consider really good friends. And I'm able to chat with them about their relationships, my relationship, um, where we are. And, again, going a little bit past that superficial. Um, and I will share that, you know, we just moved to Colorado on top of seeking, uh, people ask us, you know, oh, well, prompted the move. On top of seeking better uh, access to nature, which again, we were pretty surprised, Orange County, we thought would have a little bit more rock climbing and things like that. But on top of that, uh, where again, we're really pleasantly surprised or, or happy that, you know, we have all this access to trails and nature and proper hiking and, and lakes and rivers and all this fun stuff, um, rock climbing and, and things like that. Um, one of the main drivers was kind of that social connection aspect where we were in Orange County for a year and a half or a year and three quarters, if you will. Um, and it was uh, just we, we were we were struggling to find that a lot of those good connections. And I think part of that is just a cultural uh, thing, being in different parts of people's lives where we were. Dana Point um, had a lot of a very, very different culture, surfer culture. Um, a more retired population. So I think we had trouble finding folks like that. I'm an East Coast guy, I'm a New York guy, so I think we had trouble there um, as well. And again, having come to Colorado, 
uh, where we are uh, before we moved here. We knew a lot of folks and we were connecting with them and we're like, we think it'll be a better vibe. And so far, again, we've been here, whatever, six weeks. Um, it's been a really good vibe of, of connection, deeper connections, even yeah. in six weeks than we had in, in almost two years in Orange County. So we're just excited to continue to grow that network and expand. And again, that connection side of it is so vital. And in this digital age where you can connect with almost anyone, anytime, um, you know, to do it a on a deeper level, but B to, you know, she's able to call her family in, in Lebanon. I call my mom every day. Um, you know, it's great to have those connections, but to, to go deeper, um, might take that extra step and, and, uh, reflection internally and, and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. And I think going back to that point in terms of depth, it's up to you how deep you want to take it. You yeah. can keep the conversation superficial or you can put yourself out there. Make and superficial has, has a little bit of a negative connotation. Yeah. I mean, obviously um, we're just talking about sur surface level. Yeah. Uh, not going into like, you know, analysis. But that's what I mean by the quality of your relationships. Mm -hmm. Like if you have 20 quote unquote superficial friendships, is that the same as having three deep, meaningful friendships? You know, mm -hmm. is that mm -hmm. better? Is that worse? Is that the same? I don't have the answer to that, but <laughs> I think I, w I would encourage you to reflect on that. Like, you know, right. what am I missing in my relationships these days? Right. The ones that I have and the ones that maybe I don't have and I want, um, you know, maybe some relationships we don't need actually in our life and we need to kind of let go of those. Yeah. And the other trap that this, this brings up for me is, again, we think that I, th I think that it's not a clear, oh, like there is a professional who can help me understand and talk through some of these concepts. And again, it's not necessarily that if you spoke, if you were in a session with Dr. Maha that... Um, she's going to be like, oh, you should cut that person out of your life. And, and, oh, that person you should spend more time with and definitely connect more with. Um, but what, what it was making me think of is, and Catherine just messaged us. She had to jump off of Aww. watching us. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk soon. She has a session. She has to start. Um, but what it was making me think of is again, we have physical people, a physical therapist, which again, is, is still not super like, oh, I should have my body checked out the way that we have financial planners or accountants that are dealing with our money and helping us hopefully uh, optimize our financial situation. Um, when it comes to the medical side, the physical side, we're only sometimes worrying about that when it becomes a problem. Um, same thing with the relational side. There are people uh, who can help us prevent a lot of these issues, even if, especially if you're in a relationship, there's ways to start to talk about tools that you can use to communicate better to help avoid a lot of the common pitfalls. Again, we've talked about this, I think it comes up on almost every mm, yeah. uh, time we go live together or do any of these recordings. Um, so again, I wanted to double down and come back to the fact that, um, again, there are resources for all these aspects of your life. Again, financial, there's somebody who's gonna give you, help you, your car be optimized, right? And, and uh, there's somebody who's gonna help your dog learn to play it's Lexi bidding for connection right now bidding she wants to connect go get it yeah so there's a vet and again there's dog uh, trainers who can help you uh, and again we put a lot of money into helping figure out what's going on with Lexi uh, sometimes and, and how do we you know start to change her behaviors well and again a lot of like the changes of Lexi aren't about changing her they're about changing how we 
deal with her, how we respond to her. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the same thing in a relationship. It's not about changing your partner. It's about looking at how can I, you know, adapt to the situation? How can I um, change the way I respond to my partner, change the way I look at my partner, view my partner, feel about the behaviors mm -hmm. that bother me? Mm -hmm. um, Is there something yeah. that bothers you about me? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Of course, and I'm sure there are things about me that bother you. Never, never, perfect. Never, perfect. Um, yeah, so, you know, going back to, like, <clears throat> you can work with someone to prevent issues in your relationship. I would even go further than that and say you don't even have to be in a relationship. I think mm -hmm. I would encourage people to work on their relationship with themselves, first and foremost. So there's that cliche saying, uh, you, you'll never be able to love anyone else until you can love yourself, kind of. Yeah, and I want to take that with a <laughs> grain of salt. Grain of salt because yeah. you, I, there's an implication there that you have to be whole and complete and mm -hmm. fully healed before you can have a healthy relationship, which isn't necessarily the case. Right. But I do think, of course, there is a lot of value in, you know, self-reflection and self-awareness and um, growth, personal growth. So, yeah, I mean, if you're willing to do the work for yourself, you're going to be willing to, to do the work for your relationship, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't do the work for your relationship if you're not gonna do the work for yourself. Right. So, and yeah. and again, that the you know we come back to uh, oh we should put our uh, unilome somewhere over here oh, too. Oh yeah. Uh, but the fact that it, everything is a journey, it is a continuous kind of spectrum of growth or and and sometimes it's not just pure growth. It can be uh, regression, if yeah. you will. It's and so, not a linear. Yeah. It's, it rarely is. And the unilome again. I don't. We have it on our car. Uh, we do have a sticker of it somewhere. But yeah, it's it's a, it's this cycle and, and things. And eventually, maybe you get to that point of enlightenment. Um, yeah. And so again, it, it's important to understand that again, whether you're in a relationship or not. Um, you know, again, I, I don't know if I I'm I'm a rarity, but it, you know, before I met this one, um, I was always kind of had in that mindset of, you know, I want to continue to be a better man for that eventual person I choose as a wife um, with that goal in mind, but also thinking about, and, and again, I am far from a perfect man, she'll tell you, um, <laughs> but the point being- I appreciate being, that you put the effort in and you're on that journey. Uh, yeah, and, and again, but even in my 20s, and what I'm trying to say is, is you know, I, would, I, I was always kind of keeping that eye on the prize, if you will, of, you know, almost to the detriment of other things. Yeah. Of, of, you know, saying, okay, I have this mindset and um, of, of saying, again, it's that growth mindset of, I want to continue to get better. Um, I want to be more flexible, more vulnerable. These things that, again, we all should be striving for, I think, emotionally. And again, there's some commonalities. Again, everyone's going to be a little different, but until you do the assessment, and again, I always compare this physically. So again, everyone should be able to you know, have full range of motion of their shoulder or their neck so we can avoid a lot of the aches and pains, shoulder pains that happen, um, surgeries that have not aligned. Same thing in relationships, same thing. You know, I feel like I, we come back to that message a lot, but it's it's something that I think needs to be shouted from the rooftops. Okay. You want to end it there? Yes? No? Maybe? <laughs> no. no? Anything else? To leave the people with anything from that whole little diatribe uh, I just went on. Um, I don't know. You kind of lost me there. What's happening? Oh, 
I thought there was a question. No, no. there was no question. Okay. Yeah, we can leave it there. We can come back another time. I w if you have questions, send them over or put them in the comments. I'm curious. And um, yeah, I prefer having a dialogue as opposed to kind of just talking about a concept, you know? We're having a dialogue. Yeah, but you're talking to them. I'd like us to talk to each other or to them together. <laughs> I'm just looking lovingly in your eyes. All right. All right, guys. So we'll, we will wrap it up there. And um, what's your Mahizis? Uh, so a couple, of, let's close it up. Of Again, we talked about A, Dr. Maha's book coming out soon. Hopefully. Dr. Maha. I know. My wife's no, book. My wife. Um, I don't even know what clients call me Dr. <clears throat> anyway, but uh, just trying to be respectful know, of the title and the Thank degree you. and Thank the PhD. Okay. Hey, Maha. Hi, Maha. Um, so, book coming out soon, hopefully still going through. Okay. If you're familiar with the publishing process, a uh, few big steps to finish up there. Uh, topic being vaginismus. If you know somebody, penetration disorders. penetration disorders, if you know somebody who could benefit from that topic, talking about that topic, discovering or... or, or exploring that topic. Again, this is the lady who is an expert on all that. We talked about COVID effects on relationships, people kind of being stuck together uh, and not having an escape <laughs> and, and the importance of exploring your individuality, uh, which was a good takeaway, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then we jumped over to men's issues where again, uh, there are resources available for all these different aspects. We want to keep pushing people towards mental health, uh, experts uh, towards folks that specialize in relationships or even seeking out your own individuality, your own exploration. Um, and the men's side of things uh, that, that, again, she wanted to talk about was, um, again, the myths around, you know, the mask of masculinity is a, is a term and, and a book that I know a few folks have, have uh, written that book. Uh, there's two books that I know by that name, The Mask of Masculinity, uh, Myths, Complexity, uh, being vulnerable as a man, those, these kind of societal norms around uh, the, the, how difficult it is to be vulnerable and the judgments around all that. But basically, coming back to, are you growing as a human? Um, can we help you with that in some way? That's what we're here for. I want to put this out there, actually. I've been considering starting a men's group specifically for uh, your sexual uh discovery awakening journey um so i'm just gonna put this out there if anyone is interested let me know and i will start putting it together maybe you want to give a little more clarity i'm thinking well i don't one. have all the details yeah. yet but i'm thinking a 10-week virtual virtual closed group this is a conversational based yeah not experiential no, no. we will be talking about different concepts each week that are related to sexuality and intimacy and possibly giving you exercises to practice at home that will help with your sexual exploration uh, journey, if you will, and sexual growth journey. And that could be for single or yeah. folks in relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you have any shame or anxiety around sex, I would say that this would be extremely beneficial for you. So yeah, if you're interested, let me know and we can talk about, yeah, putting it together and starting it soon. Right, Lexi? <laughs> yeah. All right, kids. Signing off. 
Uh, we hope you get 1% better. Thanks from for this. joining. Thanks you for listening. joining. Uh, Steph, you just jumped on there. Appreciate it. <laughs> but we're finishing up. I think you can watch the replay yeah. go back. Um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, on the Instagram, I think it started a little funky, but that's fine. And uh, that's it. I hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Bye. And there and, and here. Welcome to episode 44 of Bono Stuff. I was lucky enough that my lovely wife, Dr. Maha Nasrallah Babenko, joined us uh, for this episode where we kind of talked about some of the stuff going on with lockdown and just had some fun. Always a pleasure getting to have fun, intellectual, professional conversations in this setting with somebody as smart as this lady I'm lucky enough to be married to. So I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, please, if you're enjoying the podcast at all, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, leave a review on your podcast app of choice. And hopefully we will uh, keep rocking and rolling and growing this thing. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. If you have any requests uh, for guests or anything like that, shoot that over in the comments. Uh, again, that engagement really helps this guy grow. Hope you guys enjoy this chat with my lovely wife, Maha Nasrallah Babenko.